0: I want to slam fools on the mat. Want a suplex cats give them belly to the back. Rock bottom tombstone and a sunset flip. So I need you to teach me that. No way. I want to slam fools on the mat. Hear the crowd go wild when I win the strap. Moose
1: salt sharpshooter and a half out too. So I need you to teach me that.
0: I hate that it makes that noise. Um. Fuck, I don't even start. <laughs> It's been so long. I've lost my flair.
1: You lost your flair.
0: I. That's Charlotte or Rick? Rick. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Lacey lost Rick. Lacey or, lost yeah, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that was for the best. I think Rick finally got rid of Lacey Evans. Um, welcome back to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling podcast after a two-month hiatus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: um, yeah. It's been of, a while. Yeah. A lot of. It's been a while. Uh, I
1: <laughs> saw that meme yesterday, too.
0: shit's been going on uh, both in the wrestling world, obviously, and personally. Uh, me, personally, I have uh, finished my last semester of school to receive my AA. So I will be getting that in the summer. I will be finally receiving my, di- my little diploma.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, Don here has been through it recently. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah a lot has happened in the past couple couple of months um our last episode was april 1st yeah. so that's uh, uh this is currently june 3rd so just a little over two months out from our last episode um in our last episode you know i'd mentioned that my father was sick with covid and uh sadly he passed away on WrestleMania weekend um which was a lot a lot. It was a lot to deal with at that time. At the time, still is a lot to deal with. Uh they say time heals all, but it takes a lot longer than most people think. Um yeah, he sadly passed away on the eleventh of June. Or the eleventh of April, sorry. I'm thinking ahead of times. Uh he passed away on the eleventh of April. Uh night two of Wrestlemania weekend we knew we kind of knew it was coming because yeah,
0: um, okay.
1: those last couple of days were really were really a lot to take in um especially those those last 24 hours uh it's just kind of like everything like we knew like we knew he was sick and we knew we knew he was sick, but uh, he was on a lung transplant list and, you know, he was getting transferred to another hospital to get his lung transplant, but, uh, you know, with 24 hours before he passed, his, you know, heart just kept stopping and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was, uh, it's been a long road to say the least.
0: As always, we send our condolences to you, and, um, you know, obviously we, we appreciate Don and the things that he does for uh, this podcast and the blog that we have coming up, which has been trying, we've been trying to get started, but, you know, again, life happens. Yep. Um, but, you know, we're glad to have you back.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. I've, it's been, it's been weird because, like, after he passed, like, when he passed away, I just completely disconnected from wrestling for a while because, like, obviously, You know, I didn't watch WrestleMania when WrestleMania happened because of life. Um, I didn't actually watch WrestleMania until about the beginning of May. Just because, like, I couldn't really... Like, those first couple of weeks, like, everything was really, really raw and really, really... Just... I barely slept. I barely slept. I, uh, you know, a lot of nights just kind of... A lot of nights just kind of like staying up awake crying and god bless my fiancee gina she's she was there you know to pick up the pieces of me
0: yeah
1: and so but yeah that's uh what's been going on with me um i'm excited for my future i mean there's a lot of things that you know I'm going to be doing. I don't want to talk about it too much on here, but uh I'm excited for future.
0: We're excited to see what the future holds for you. Yep. Uh, my dude. again, we're glad to have you back. Thank you uh, So with that, let's get right into it. uh we're gonna so let's go ahead and talk about some of the bigger stuff uh that's been going on uh most
1: oh, you froze up.
0: Recently, obviously yesterday these usually happen around this time or this happens on Tuesday but we had our Black Wednesday with yeah uh, some WWE releases we did uh, so we had um, Ruby Riot, who unfortunately was released um, formerly known as Lindy uh, sorry Heidi Lovelace
1: Heidi Lovelace
0: um, I didn't I didn't see that one coming at all
1: I did not see that coming at all either because she was very well liked you know backstage yeah. So that came as a complete that came as a shock to me.
0: Um. Do you what's like what's your favorite Ruby Riot moment?
1: Um, man, I gotta. If you can
0: recall real quick.
1: I got. I I loved her down in NXT. Um, a lot of her character work there. I really really loved when they brought up the Riot Squad to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like when they made that that the whole thing for the main roster. I wasn't too into it at first, um, but I mean, I, like you know, Sarah Logan, Ruby Wright, and Liv Morgan—you know—they were—they just really, really gel well together. So it, it kind of grew on me pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it did. Um, my, I think one of my uh, favorite moments of her was that six woman uh, match with the Wright Squad versus the Bellas and.
1: Yeah, that's definitely Natalia. Yeah, uh, that's when that.
0: Liv Morgan got yeah, you when know, she got knocked out. Yeah, you, you saw the motherly instinct of of Ruby Riot. So and you yeah. saw you saw Ruby Riot, but you also saw you know Ruby Riot as the actual person. Yeah. And you saw how much she she just cared for for Liv Morgan and uh, the other part where uh, during that same match where Brie hits Ruby kind of stiff. Yeah. And Ruby kind of just very sends a receipt. You know, <laughs> right, kick to the tit. You yeah. know, just very unceremoniously. Um, you know that that really endeared me to her, and you know like. She's. I, I've seen maybe like one or two Heidi Lovelace matches. Yeah. Um, but you know I can't wait to see what she does in the Indies or, or wherever she goes.
1: She's she's an asset wherever she goes. I mean, if it, AEW would be smart to pick her up, um, any 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 wrestling organization would be smart to pick her up because she's an asset like if she goes to impact she'd be an asset there because they already have a really really amazing women's division i mean if she goes to AEW, she just enhances that product so i'm excited for whatever comes next for her
0: and like you know if uh i don't think sarah logan is officially retired but she is dealing with early motherhood so if you know she does decide to go back to the ring she has a friend
1: now what's crazy is uh what's Crazy is Liv Morgan is the only person left from the right squad.
0: Signed uh, WWE, um, yeah. And uh, we've kind of seen traces of them kind of uh, wanting to kind of put Liv Morgan by herself, but then you know she ended up going back with Ruby Riot to kind of have like a two-thirds of the right riot squad. Um, but I don't know, like I don't know if you can really uh, present Liv's personality out there as well as you could. Without like somebody to play off of, you know, yep. Because other than that, you're just gonna have her as like an Emelina, you're gonna have her as an Eva Marie who's coming back. Weirdly enough, that's another thing that we missed. That Eva Marie is officially coming back. Um, she's been signed since October of last year, yeah. Um, uh, but we can talk about that a little closer well, to her debut, yeah. she's supposed to be coming back. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's a loss, unfortunately, to get rid of uh, Ruby Riot. But yeah, she's a, she's gonna be an asset wherever she goes. Yeah, and the women's divisions everywhere else are looking really, really strong. Uh, we also had uh, NXT's Santana Garrett.
1: Yeah, and, uh, uh, I, I like to be honest. Like, I I I completely forgot she was in WWE.
0: I think WWE kind of forgot for a bit too because she survived being cut in April and May. Yeah. And there was rumors going around that she was supposed to debut tomorrow night. Yeah. On the, ro- on the main roster.
1: Yeah. That's what I heard too. And it's like, I, I completely forgot cause she hasn't really, I mean, she hasn't really wrestled since since the Royal rumble, like where she en- she entered the Royal rumble in 20, in uh, the number 12 spot. Mm. And then, but prior to that, like, I don't think she was on since July.
0: I don't think she was really on, yeah, NXT yeah. TV. It's, a, it's unfortunate that with, obviously with COVID and the pandemic, like they don't have those house shows that they would normally have for the underling, the under uh, talent of NXT, yeah. the underlings kind of. Uh, so they don't really get to practice as much or, you know, like have to really stand out if they're going to put you on TV, on TV for uh, USA uh, for NXT on Tuesdays. Um, along with that, we had Buddy Murphy, who, uh, was no,
1: oh, well. real quick though you know she, do you know she's a second generation wrestler Santana Garrett yeah
0: uh, who's her
1: parents? uh Kenny Garrett is her father TNT Kenny G did not know that yeah
0: where's did, did he wrestle where did he wrestle
1: he he's an indie person but he's pretty he's pretty well known on the indies
0: okay so the name kind of sounds familiar but yep. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Buddy Murphy was also released. Yeah, uh, he's been a little bit more vocal about wanting to be released. Um, the last major storyline he was in was the whole Aaliyah Mysterio oh, yeah. situation. Um, yeah, that's not that's mm, that wasn't a good look.
1: And again, yeah, I, I, I we spoke pretty deep in detail about how we felt about that back when they were doing it.
0: Yeah, it's it's not it's not something to do. It's not like it's one thing to involve a family member if that family member is also a wrestler. But like, you're just like, hey, it's re Mysterio's daughter. Let's fucking hit on her. Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Lana. Yes. The, R- the Ravishing Russian.
1: And she like she had just signed a uh, her a new contract, a multi million dollar contract.
0: Uh, I think it was like a four year extension back in two
1: thousand
0: nineteen. Yeah. Um. And but it was,
1: apparently it was worth like close, to,
0: close being pushed to a little bit with um who she with carmella right
1: uh yeah with carmella no, who, who
0: she, was it carmella who did she no no with, no uh, it was uh, naomi naomi was, there yeah, yeah, naomi yeah, yeah.
1: That, she just she, she just had a match at wrestlemania with naomi yeah or, she, uh, Na, that, that gauntlet match yeah.
0: yeah um i don't okay i'm gonna be honest like i haven't really cared for lana in a while um I, I kind of stopped caring when they dropped the whole ravishing Russian and she started speaking in her actual white girl accent.
1: Yeah. Well, I stopped, I uh, think I stopped caring when I'm they like, do
0: it. What about Lana is supposed to be interesting?
1: I stopped really caring when they started to do the, uh, putting Lana through a table every week.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, uh, Miro got released. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, I've I've never felt like I had a reason to care about her. I know there's a lot of people that were behind her, especially the past couple months. I know she had a uh, shot at the SmackDowns Championship, uh, Women's Championship a couple months ago, and I know a lot of people try to get behind her on it, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's, I don't know. There's nothing appealing to her her character for me. Um, But it is unfortunate because, again, I know she's close friends with a lot of people backstage. She Mm -hmm. also rubbed a lot of the higher-ups uh, the wrong way with her uh, deals with like Bang Energy Drink um, and just her third-party stuff, so she mm-hmm. was all
1: you, I mean, here's
0: kind of on thing, the list of people yeah. who were making money outside of the machine that WWE wasn't getting a taste of
1: here's the thing though, is it can't be too surprised. like you can't blame her for for making that money, because like
0: oh no, I'm not, like by all means, you know if you have a side hustle, do that hustle dude, yeah. like, you know, it's better than you know fucking taking bumps you know need like needless bumps yeah like drugs or or whatever there is like if you like if you like bang energy and you want to make money off of it by all means it's healthy and it's good for your wallet um but obviously the the e didn't appreciate her entrepreneurial endeavors
1: and then uh then the next name on the list is a kind of a a shame
0: yeah it's a shame
1: it's a shame it is a shame.
0: Alistair Black, yeah, was released yesterday, and they were prepping him for a comeback. He had done a couple, like one or two vignettes about his father, and he was supposed to start feuding with Big E uh, starting this Friday. But then they yeah. just up and release him.
1: Yep. That like that's a shame, and that like that that's a big shock.
0: Um. Obviously, he wasn't used on TV for quite a while. Uh, I for think, what, seven months. For seven months, yeah. They gave him some time off. Um, they released his wife back in November. Mm-hmm. The Thea Trinidad. She's uh, currently just been streaming on on Twitch. Yep. She does her cosplay. She has her OnlyFans. That is all cosplay and bikini pics. If you are looking for nudes of Zelina Vega, they are not there. Um, but, you know, support her if, you, if you're into seeing yep. her cosplay. Um, but... And then, you know, there have been a lot of rumors going around that they re-signed her because they wanted to pair the two together. And those are still unconfirmed. Um, there's been no source of
1: Actually he uh he did a he did a live Q and A on Twitch yesterday. Yeah. Um and he, he just kind of flat out said, No, that wasn't true
0: yeah uh and again everything yeah before the rumors were very unsubstantiated because nobody could prove that she was signed because if there was if she was signed i would have thought that she'd be on tv quicker than that Yep. um but yeah i just i don't understand it
1: it's yeah it's a big it's a big shame because he is a like he is a world-class like just he's a world-class athlete he's He's one of the best in the world. And, you know, it was a shame that the last two years of his main roster run, you know, were pretty much a joke.
0: Favorite uh, Alistair Black moment, top of your head?
1: Yeah. What was it?
0: Favorite, favorite Alistair Black moment or, or match at the top of your head?
1: Um, fuck. NXT TakeOver. NXT TakeOver. I can't remember which one it is, but it's, I can't remember the uh, exact TakeOver, but I want to say it's against, uh, I want to say it was against Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: Mm, Okay. Uh, Mine was um, the last takeover that him and Ricochet had versus uh, the Viking Raiders.
1: Oh, yeah. That was good. That was good, too.
0: It was a good send off for both of them. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen them have a run with the NXT Tag Team Champions because I kind of love those oddball tag teams sometimes. Yeah. uh, Because that just really worked. And then, like, his. His and Ricochet's entrance for WrestleMania the next night. Uh I I was expecting so much bigger stuff for them, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, um but I I can't wait to see Tommy End appear wherever he appears. Um and then the last one is ridiculously I'm not gonna say it, it's it saddens me because I never personally cared for this person as a as a character, but it's really surprising because uh he was most recently a champion, Braun Strowman yeah uh, was released as well
1: forget about most recently it happened he he was literally in one of the main events not even two weeks ago
0: that's true um but apparently he has one of the most uh, expensive contracts coming in mm-hmm. at about a million a year mm-hmm. um that's almost Brock Lesnar money um and I mean it's it's deserved. he kind of he, he did a lot for the- he is a main event company but yeah i you know it's kind of limited what he can do to me for for me personally is like a limit like limited because like if you're that big you're basically like andre the giant jr you know except this guy could run around the ring and push people
1: yeah but here's the thing like he uh so wwe legitimately built him to be a megastar
0: they did. They put a lot of effort into
1: him. And to just to just say snip
0: yeah.
1: is really, 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 really odd. Because, okay, yes, he is, you know, you have him on a multi-million dollar, multi, or you have him on a million dollars a year
0: mm.
1: for five years. But he's earned that for what he's done for you.
0: And it's really hard to say whether he has or not, too, especially with the last year alone, because there's really no fans to give you, you know, uh, uh, an accurate, like, uh, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Like, uh, yeah. you know, there's no accurate representation of what the fans are feeling for him because there's, there haven't been any fans. The only fans they've had so far...
1: Nope, you're frozen up there.
0: ...for WrestleMania. Uh, and obviously everything kind of worked for WrestleMania except Hogan. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, yeah. I, maybe they're making maybe they're making these de- these decisions off of merch that's been selling. Um, but I, I, that's how I feel because like you can like that's that's usually a sign of who's getting over to them is who's selling you the most merchandise. And I don't think Braun Strowman was probably selling that much merchandise. I mean, we, I think after get these hands, I, wow. I think it kind of dipped. That's my personal. Insight
1: on everyone. it? Dipped a little bit. The I mean, yeah. sucks The I would say the last year they really kind of done a shitty job with Strowman.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think the whole Fiend feud really fucked him over. Uh,
0: yeah, but they but they feuded before.
1: I think it's the the way. So like after the Fiend feud, they brought him back as a heel. Yeah, that's true and i think that was one of their big one of their big missteps
0: yeah
1: um one of the other big missteps i think that they did with him was the whole stroman express thing
0: yeah that was kind of weird
1: yeah and it's it it, it, i mean it, it is WWE creative. Well, he, he ran with whatever you know creative gave him. So
0: that's all you can do, yeah, yeah. If you li- if you listen to any wrestling podcast that's not us and that's not fan made. If you if you listen to any wrestling podcast that's like tied to WWE creative directly, like if you listen to Bruce Pritchard podcast. If you listen to any,
1: oh, you frozen up there.
0: Anybody that's worked at, like actually in WWE as a writer, as a producer, as an agent, anything. Like, they will tell you the only way that they know that you can work in WWE is if you take the shit that they give you and turn it into gold. And that's what Braun Strowman was trying to do. Yep. Like, WWE doesn't care about what you used to do. And uh, nobody knew Braun Strowman before WWE. And what's funny about this, or rather ironic, is that uh, people were quick to point out that uh, around the middle of the pandemic, Braun Strowman was trying to criticize independent wrestlers who couldn't work. And now he is now an independent wrestler. Uh, so, I, you know, karma, if you want to say that, you know, just unfortunate timing. Um, and so with all of these, you know, firings, with WWE hitting their record profits for the year and even for last year, um, there's a lot of speculation that WWE might be up for sale. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to maximize profits. They're trying to cut costs. They've gotten rid of a couple people who probably cost them the most money. Um, that isn't really an asset um What do you think?
1: I'm. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if I'm being brutally honest, like I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: They've already merged uh, the stream their streaming service.
1: Oh, you frozen up there.
0: This with Peacock in the United States. Yep. Um, like they already merged their streaming service with Peacock in the United States, and you know that was a really, you know, that was a big deal obviously they got a lot of money from it and you know the fans a lot of the fans don't really care for it i personally don't care for the app uh, myself um but you know it's, it's a money maker for them so let's see maybe this is a test run test the waters and see who would want it and obviously there's people who could probably take it like fox uh nbc universal uh, who they've been partnered with for quite a while um
1: i can easily see nbc universal yeah. it's, um, it's a
0: who's who of who could take
1: yeah like so NBC Universal is owned by Comcast, and Comcast has the money to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would not be surprised if you know NBC Universal comes in to buy them. I also wouldn't be too surprised if Disney came in to buy them.
0: Oh, I'm sure fucking Vince McMahon would jizz himself if Disney bought WWE. Yeah. Can you imagine WWE Land at Disneyland? Oh my God. You yeah, get the Disney. I mean. WWE uh, performance center
1: do you do, do you do you remember uh wwe canada what yeah
0: when the fuck was that it's like
1: uh early 2000s
0: no i remember wwe new york i never heard of wwe canada what the fuck
1: yeah wwe canada they had a roller coaster there
0: oh my goodness i need to look this up
1: i want to say it was a. Uh...
0: I need to, what, no we need to we need to look this up and we need to do a show on it next time that yeah. is
1: i want to like i want to say, god
0: it's we know we need to find that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch on that probably next week
1: yeah we'll touch on this next week we, mean, talk,
0: we need to talk about that and we need to talk about wwe new york that's what i want to touch on next week
1: sounds good that sounds like a plan for next week okay. um uh, but yeah, no, I I, I could see NBC, I could see Disney, I could see NBC Disney. I can even see Fox going after them, because um, Fox. Re- well, here's the thing about Fox: like they're the ones, they're the reason why WWE's touring now.
0: Yeah, yeah, Fox wants the tour, wants fans back most yeah. because they they figure that you know the NFL, the NBA, everybody else is getting fans, and they want you know WWE shouldn't be an exception if everybody else is able to do it, you know, wrestling should be able to do it. Um yeah, um another one that's kind of uh that shocked everybody Then this this didn't happen yesterday but this happened a couple weeks ago. Tom Phillips got released from the WWE.
1: Yeah. That and that's crazy.
0: Like and you know Tom Phillips did a really good job with the NXT uh, commentary desk with Byron Saxton and Corey Graves. And you know you, you um, common sense would have it that you know he would be next in line for the Raw job. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs>
1: he got the Raw job right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't understand it.
1: Um, speaking uh, of which, like who's who? I forgot who replaced him on uh, Raw.
0: um um first it was some dude from espn and now it's another guy
1: yeah so the different espn only lasted six weeks
0: lasted six weeks and from the get-go uh everybody could tell that it didn't work um uh, which is unfortunate
1: yeah it, it is it is unfortunate but he did say the terms we need a bigger boat when braun Strowman was was chasing around people in the ring
0: Let's be real. Fucking Michael Cole says here comes a big dog every time Roman Reigns comes out. All right. He can't really do any worse than that.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Or no, no, no. Forget about that.
0: It's boss time. Uh, Jimmy Smith. Is, Jimmy Smith is the new one.
1: Yeah. So it, it's just that's it's crazy. Like Tom Phillips got screwed. I mean, Tom Phillips got screwed. Like, flat out. Like, he he should definitely be the main person for Raw. But I mean, I guess, you know, it is it is what it is. Vince is going to do what he or uh, not even Vince. Nick going to do what Nick Khan wants to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I feel like a lot of this is coming from Nick Khan.
0: Yeah, this is, this is a new yes. There is a new con in wrestling. It is Nick Khan. He is uh, part of the director of financial operations in WWE, and he is bringing in some of his own people. Uh, he um, let go of a couple people a couple months ago, and now he's bringing his own people to again uh, strategize for what possibly could be a sale of of the WWE. Um, real quick, I just I, I'm seeing right now. Apparently, a text message from John Laurinaitis leaked. Ooh, um, and this—I mean, it's just literally about the about who got cut due to budget cuts. The following talent were released today: Braun Strowman, Lana, Buddy Murphy, Santana Garrett, Ruby Riot, and Aleister Black. John Laurinaitis. That's literally all it says. That's how they told everybody.
1: Wow.
0: Um. I mean, let's be real. There's you know, over the past year there have been a lot of people who have lost their job, have lost their business, have lost a lot. The yep. WWE has um, been thriving yeah. during this pandemic, even without fans. They've, they have
1: record profits.
0: Yeah, record profits and record firings.
1: Yep.
0: Um I just wanna throw it out there that New Japan hasn't fired anybody this whole pandemic. Nope. Tomatonga has even said so online. Um,
1: New, New Japan hasn't fired anybody at all. Um, they haven't gotten rid of anybody. They've been, you know, they've they've been staying the course for the people. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of, of New Japan because the yakuza is real. Yeah. Sure. Um. But no, they're they're a fantastic organization, and you know what's crazy is uh, just a couple of days ago, they're talking. You know, they were talking about the they were talking about WWE possibly having a working relationship with New Japan. Yes. And oh. if I was if I was New Japan, I would look at I would look at you know how they are like how they are essentially getting rid of some of their biggest players from wwe like do you really want to do business with do you really want to do business with a company that if, while they have record profits they keeps living cutting down and cutting down and cutting down
0: for the for the sake of more profits yep okay so i have two very big points because when we heard about this last week I like I, I wanted to record immediately because I had I had a whole feeling with it and I w- I've been able to kind of like dwindle it down to this. My first point, I highly doubt. I, I'm sure there there might be a working relationship with New Japan and WWE because obviously New Japan let them borrow Jushin Thunder Liger for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, just to see how they how they would present him, and they've yeah. done it before when he worked uh, NXT Takeover against Tyler Reese. So you know they you know there there's obviously been talks for a long time, but. The thing about actually bringing in talent from New Japan to WWE is that WWE is so controlling about how they present themselves, yeah, of how their stars are presented, how the cameras presented, the production is presented, like, and just the style. Because when you you've heard from so many people who've gone from you know from the Indies from. Uh, uh, New Japan from Ring of Honor from wherever that they go into WWE and they're basically taught the WWE style of wrestling because the WWE style of wrestling is more storytelling than it is athleticism sometimes um, and so to to think of somebody like Ishii or Okada or even Naito who supposedly blew off you know some WWE brass um, to see them in the WWE working a WWE style is unfathomable to me yeah and I'm not saying it's not impossible. I'm sure they'll probably send some young lions to WWE to say, like, oh, look at that. We have New Japan wrestlers. You know, I'm sure they would probably do that. But again, to to see somebody from New Japan facing somebody with from WWE with those fucking Kevin Dunn camera cuts, yeah, is, is unimaginable to me.
1: Yeah. You can't see you. I can't picture uh, Okada versus you know
0: Drew, Drew, Gall- uh, Drew Galloway. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew
1: McIntyre with with all, all the uh, Kevin Dunn, you know, production.
0: It's it's ridiculous, and to, like, I mean, WWE uh, they've always kind of prided themselves on catering to casual viewers more than they would, you know, actual wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand where they think the, you know, the casual WWE child. I don't mean that in a a negative way. I'm saying because they cater a lot to children, to families, how they would find any interest in seeing somebody from Japan, a a supposed big name that they don't know. Like, how would they expect to get a reaction from that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Two, you know, with them firing a whole bunch of people, and especially people like Aleister Black and Tom Phillips and Samoa Joe, like, you're getting rid of a lot of people, and you're getting rid of a lot of potential because yeah. there's really no big stars other than Roman Reigns, uh, John hey, Cena. Who?
1: Whoop! You broke up there. Who? Who
0: is a part timer? Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Oh, sorry. You have no stars other than Roman Reigns, John Cena is a part timer. Brock Lesnar who is a part timer. Um, who else? Who else could you say is as is, is a bona fide star on this on the size of like John Cena?
1: On the size like a, as the size of John Cena. I mean, it's really yeah. just Roman. That's it.
0: Like... So when you when you sell away everything and everybody who could possibly make money and make an impact in sports entertainment and you're trying to sell WWE, I mean, are you really, like are you selling just the name? Are you are you selling something that actually has vitality in the wrestling world, in the sports entertainment world? Because if you you just sell WWE, you're selling nothing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're just you're just money hungry. Like there's no suss, there's no sizzle, there's barely any. There's the steak, but no sizzle. Yeah,
1: you know? I mean, you have like you you have. Just, you're selling the legacy. You're selling the legacy of WWE. You're selling the facade of WWE. Yeah, and, and it's like I would say they're like on their. That's what okay,
0: saddens me. Saddens me the most.
1: If you look at their roster, like just kind of looking at the raw roster right now like i mean you have bobby lashley like you have bobby lashley but if unless like people who watch bellator like they don't really bobby lashley is not really that Mm -hmm. big of a name in the mma scene outside of bellator like
0: yeah because he's still undefeated yeah
1: correct like outside of that, like if you look at their roster, like Keith Lee is an amazing wrestler, but they've done nothing with him. Yeah, like they've done nothing with him. Uh, fucking Dominic Dijakovic is a is a great wrestler. What did they do with him?
0: Nothing. They they didn't do anything.
1: You know, you have Shayna Baszler on that. You have Shayna Baszler and Matt Riddle. You have Shayna Baszler, Matt Riddle. And Ricochet on that roster, and what have they done with them?
0: They they haven't done anything, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's a waste yeah. of talent. Um, there, there's obviously a lot to feel about WWE, there's a lot to feel about how they utilize their talent. Obviously, we are fans and we want what we feel will make us happy, and that's usually what we hope these companies will cater to. But WWE is going to WWE, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, and that's why I don't really, I I don't really try to support it as much. Like I, I'm not into the product. They don't, they don't, There's there's no reason they should have my money. The yeah, um,
1: yeah. They don't deserve. They don't deserve anyone's hard earned money. It's flat out, you know, just the way it is. They don't deserve that.
0: Moving on to something more fun, um, we had AEW's Double or Nothing 2021 this past Sunday.
1: Fuck, yes, we did.
0: Um, and it was a really good match. I mean, it was a really good card. Um, obviously, the big standout of the card was that uh, they had a full capacity stadium.
1: Yeah. And that yeah. made it made a fucking huge difference.
0: It made a difference. It was so great. Um, it's something that was sorely missed throughout this year. I never realized how much I really miss live wrestling and especially wrestling that's current because, yeah. you know, hearing the reactions <laughs> to certain people. Uh, really was it, it? I don't know, it just made a difference. It was really nice to see that. Um, real quick, let's go over the card. I know everybody kind of knows what happened, but for our sake, uh, Serena Deeb beat Riho to retain the NWA Women's Championship. Yep. Hangman Page defeated Brian Cage. Uh, the Young Bucks defeated John Moxie and Eddie Kingston to, to uh, retain the AEW World Tag Team titles. Jungle Boy won the Casino Battle Royale. Yeah, we'll face Kenny Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, and
1: Excellent. we also got the debut of Leo Rush in AEW.
0: Leo Rush who has been working with New Japan, uh, and apparently is going to be doing some dates for AEW and MLW because they both also have a working relationship with New Japan. Yep. Um, how did you feel about that?
1: I was okay with it. I mean, I I I was okay with it. He, I feel like he's evolved as a person, so. I feel like he's I a
0: really person. I, I really hope so. there was a lot of uh, baggage coming out of, of you know, why he, why people just didn't really like him in WWE, especially from um, a certain Hall of Famer, which we will talk about in a moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I really hope that as he's gotten older and he understands, like you know, some of the criticisms that yeah. you know there, there's a reason why they say don't take your family with you when you're on the road. Um. But I understand. I understand still wanting to be with your family, but he handled it in a weird way. So uh, I'm hoping for the best for him. Um, We had uh, Cody Rhodes, Mr. America, fucking the American dream, defeating Anthony Ogogo. Um, How did you feel about this? this, Um, uh, rivalry? I,
1: I think it was the wrong call to have him defeat Anthony Ogogo. Um, I think it was the wrong call to have him beat QT Marshall a couple of weeks ago as well. Like, I think this should... I think the way they should have played is have, you know, have Cody go through all of, you know, all of QT's underlings before he gets to... before he gets QT to QT. Up. Um, I'm not... I, I'm not into the story at all. Like... And having him defeat Anthony Gogo is kind of like the biggest misstep, I think, of the night. Um, because, you know, he, he, there was a couple of times where you kind of know sort of getting punched by, you know, Anthony Gogo. And I feel like it kind of, I feel like it kind of, for the casual viewer, it kind of hurts that image of Anthony Gogo. Yeah. Uh, for those who are, you know, hardcore fans, like, you know, for those who are fans, they know it's just, you know, it is what it is, but. I think for like the casual viewer, it it kind of tarnishes that image of of a go go.
0: Um, I personally didn't care for. I mean, I, I agree with you that they probably should have had like a fucking like seven level X's thing where Cody. Goes
1: oh, you froze up there.
0: Through the factory to get up to QT Marshall. Yeah. that would have made a lot more sense.
1: Yeah, uh, I yeah. agree
0: that he. Yeah, he probably should have gone through. Everything. Um, I didn't care for the American undertones, the overly patriotic undertones of this.
1: Yeah. Because
0: uh, I never felt like Anthony Agogo was a threat. I mean, unless he's Russian, or Crussian, or Persian, or whatever the fuck, whatever Russian there is out there. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I didn't feel the need for it. Uh, I understand that he really wanted to use the American Dream uh, moniker, but like... Okay, so I just finished a fucking class where we uh, heavily dissected what the how the American Dream has changed. And the difference between Cody's American Dream and Dusty Rose's American Dream is that Cody is very much like patriotic America's great blah 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 you know uh, American dream whereas Dusty Rhodes American dream was like I'm the common man and I am one of you and I'm not talking about you know the the white man one of you like literally no matter what who you are no matter what the color your skin or heritage I am one of you because I have struggled because I know what the struggle is like and I did not feel that from Cody this whole time Cody like I, I appreciate Cody Rhodes as a character sometimes but this is like the most unrelatable I felt about Cody Rhodes his
1: American dream persona works much would work much much better as a heel if I'm if I'm being brutally honest
0: repeat that I didn't hear that
1: his his American dream persona yeah would work much better as a heel
0: if he if he did yeah if he was a heel American dream or just stuck with the American nightmare yeah because him as a heel when he was you know in New Japan that was great yeah like, that's that's, why, that's how I became a fan.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but, yeah. yeah I, I think cool
1: he is stuff. much better as a heel.
0: Oh, totally, yeah. I don't know. Like, I understand he's probably going to be a babyface for a while because he is an EVP and because I'm sure... Oh, he froze up he works, there. You know, he has his shows or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I'm assuming, yeah, he's going to be a babyface for quite a while. But oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, Cody Rhodes is a heel.
1: Um. Yeah. Next match.
0: We had Miro versus Lance Archer. Uh, Miro defeated Last Archer, and also took out Jake the Snake Roberts as well. And yep. Jake Snake. Something you don't see often. Uh,
1: <laughs> Jake Snake.
0: Dr. Bear Baker DMD defeats your girl, Hikaru Shida, to become the I know uh new yeah, women's champion, breaking Shida's longest reigning, uh longest title reign. She is yeah. Shida has the longest title reign going over a year. Yeah. I think it was like 367 days.
1: Yep. They gave her that nice pretty belt too Friday on, uh, on dynamite. And I was just like, Oh, she's going to lose it.
0: Yeah. Hey, she, you know what? She held on to it for a long time. She is the true epitome of a, of a pandemic champion. Yep. Um, you know, I, she won it last year at last year's, uh, double or nothing. Totally. And yeah, it was great. She overcame somebody really great, but I'm glad that she was able to kind of, uh, do the honors for, uh, Britt Baker, who's been a star this whole year as well. Um, and honestly, I am looking forward to seeing a more aggressive Sheeta and possibly a heel Sheeta.
1: I would be happy for that. Like, I would be really, really happy to see a heel Sheeta. We um,
0: have Sting and Darby Allin defeating Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Yeah. This is uh, Sting's first in-ring match yeah. on AEW. How did you feel it went?
1: I thought he looks really, I think he would look really, really good for, you know, he hasn't wrestled in front of a live crowd in, what, five years?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I thought he looked really, really good.
0: He did really, really well, yeah. And of course, obviously, he has the buffer of Darby Allen being in there, too, yeah. Uh, yeah. which doesn't, you know, which kind of lessens uh, him showing any sort of slowdown or any sort of, you know, things yeah. that they wouldn't want to... Um, yeah, it, it was good. Uh, we had Kenny Omega defeating Pac and Orange Cassidy.
1: Yeah, we saw this coming.
0: Yeah, I would have been really surprised. I mean, everybody was pulling for Orange Cassidy, obviously. I would have really been surprised if Kenny Omega did lose. Um, who do you think they're 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 uh, priming him for?
1: Um, you know, that's actually actually a really really good question because I can't think of who. He would drop the belt to off the top of my head. Um I'm just curious. I'm curious now. Like I'm really, really curious now because uh, if AEW has a whole win loss record that you have to look at.
0: You have to look at you have to look at who well, I think Moxie is still number one, right? Oh no, no, it's MGF.
1: Yeah. So
0: and, you know, you can't really, you know, it's it's a thing, you can't pin pit a heel versus a heel and a baby face versus a baby face. Like it just doesn't work like that. You could if you really wanted to, but
1: here's what's crazy is uh the AEW rankings haven't been updated since uh May May nineteenth. So I mean you have so, but who's on top though. You so on on that list you had, you know, Pac and Pac and uh oh. Cassidy. But you have uh, Moxley. You Hang have Mo- Hang I'm hanging in there, right? Yep. No, not even. So you have, uh, it's on, on the last update, you have Cassidy, Pack, Moxley, Darby Allen, and Brian Cage.
0: Darby, there
1: we go. Brian Cage, maybe.
0: I can see, well, yeah, I can see Brian Cage. Yeah. You know, but then I get remember uh, Kenny Omega has the rest of the elite. So,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, and then think of it like this too: he has third, two other belts to drop as well. He has the Impact uh, uh, TNA and, title, and he also has the Triple A Super Mega Championship. So you kind of, kind of, to figure who's who he's going to drop to those. I have a I have a friend at work that uh, thinks that Samoa Joe is either going to go to AEW or Impact and take the one either.
1: He's taking one of those belts for sure, though.
0: There are those titles from Kenny Omega. Yeah. When the time comes. Uh, I how, what, uh, we can talk about that after. Um, and then we had the Inner Circle defeating the Pinnacle at Stadium Stampede. Uh, I honestly thought the Pinnacle was gonna win.
1: No, I I one hundred percent knew uh, Inner Circle was gonna beat beat them so, in the Stadium Stampede.
0: So you see them going with a tiebreaker, either at All Out or Full Gear, yeah.
1: I all out tiebreaker. It's probably going to be uh some stupid fucking crazy like Chicago Street Fight match or something like that.
0: Um, yeah, probably one more gimmick match. Um, I honestly thought that they were just gonna like straight up establish the pinnacle by having them win two times in a row. No, you have
1: to have you have to have the rubber band match. I guess. Um, when it comes to like a big feud like this, you have to have the rubber band match.
0: Yeah, that's true. But it was a good match. Uh, it, you know the stadiums that pin matches have seemed to be have seemed to have been a lot of fun, uh, in the two that we've had. And I think this is something that they're gonna keep for, um, for double or nothing. I think this is gonna be a new, uh, uh a new thing. And I, I I love it. I appreciate it. Um, real quick before we move on, uh, congratulations to Hangman Page. Yes. Uh, gonna be a daddy.
1: Gonna be shit. a daddy. That's cowboy shit cowboy daddy shit cowboy daddy shit um oh real quick though too so a lot of those wrestlers that were released this past it's yesterday late. um don't expect to see them at all all out because they're all out takes place on september 5th their non-complete clauses will end somewhere between september 6th and september 10th
0: yeah everybody's well yeah if whoever who yeah whoever got released Today isn't gonna be seen until next year,
1: yeah
0: or yesterday yeah yeah the only people that we can expect to probably see um are the people that got released in April yeah first time anniversary yeah um so there are some people that you will see um uh, some people won't. yeah fucking I'm almost yeah Adam Page is like a year older than me really he's twenty nine
1: God I feel so fucking. <sighs> What have I done with my life?
0: Oh, look at Adam <laughs> um, page. I know. I saw, that's, a, that's I saw the not ultrasound
1: podcast. picture. I was like, "Oh, it's so cute."
0: That's that's another that's another podcast. Um, well, but yeah. yeah, congratulations to Adam Page and his wife, girlfriend.
1: I think it's his girlfriend. Oh, his wife. There you go. He is me. His married. wife. Okay. No, it's his
0: wife. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen his wife before.
1: Yeah, I think this is the first like the first time i've ever seen his wife like
0: i mean i think like they've kind of shown her on bt but like i didn't i've never he's uh yeah he's pretty private with his life he is and for good reason i don't blame him um you know there's there's certain ways to do it and he's doing it well i'm glad he's fine i'm glad i'm happy for them uh real quick before we
1: oh you're phrasing up there
0: end, because I know we're going to be hitting an hour soon. Um, sorry, uh, before we end, because I know we're going to be hitting an hour soon. Um, the NWA is coming back with a pay-per-view on this Saturday, actually. Oh, no, yes. Sunday. Yes, they are. When, when our shadows fall. Real quick, let's run down the card and because there's one particular match that I am really interested in. Um, we, have the, uh, we have a one, two, three, four-way uh, tag match between the end, uh, which is Odinson and Paro. Um Sam Rudo and Sal R- Renaro.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Versus Marsh Rocket and Slice Boogie versus Bista666 and Mechal 450. We have JTG versus Fred Rosser. We have a non-title grudge match versus uh, with the NWA television champion The Pope versus Tyrus. Dear God, Tyrus is still wrestling. Um that was just an analyst. Um mm-hmm. uh, we have a triple threat for the NWA World Tag Team titles. We have the War Kings, Jack Dane, and Crimson versus uh, Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos, who are the champions, versus the NWA national champion Chris Adonis and his tag team partner, Thom Latner. We have our women's title match, versus uh, Camille versus Serena Deeb.
1: That's going to be good.
0: We have our NWA World Heavyweight Championship match, Trevor yeah. Murdoch versus Nick Aldis. And then it's an undercard match, but I'm really interested in this. We have Thunder Rosa and Melina versus Taryn Terrell and Kylie Ray.
1: Yes, the return of Kylie Ray on TV.
0: Kylie Ray is back. Uh, if you don't remember, uh, Kylie Ray uh, announced her retirement um, back in October. Um, she was supposed to uh, be in the Gauntlet for the Gold last year at Slam Reverse. Oh, no, no, at Bound for Glory. No, she was supposed to be in a, in a knockouts match at Bound for Glory, but she didn't show up.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, and, you know, Impact was super understanding. She does have a history of
1: uh, anxiety, anxiety again. Or
0: depression, some sort of mental illness. So, um, you know, uh, she has, uh, she has, um, a history of, of yeah. having to deal with a mental illness, whether it be depression or anxiety, nobody really knows for sure, but we gave her, uh, you know, her privacy. So we don't really speculate. Um, but she did send out a tweet that she's making her refi- her, uh, her return on June 5th, at uh, the independent promotion promotion warrior wrestling of Chicago or she will be defending her Warrior Wrestling Women's Championship. Um, there hasn't been uh, an announcement of who on who her opponent is, uh, but she will be doing that, and she will be appearing for the NWA the next day. Uh, how do you feel about that?
1: I'm excited for her. I mean, congrats on her. I'm glad she's back.
0: I'm glad she's feeling better. I really hope that, like, you know, she... You know she's able to get a lot of this stuff under you know more, make it more manageable for herself. Uh, as a fan, you know it's kind of it feels selfish to say that I really want her to to wrestle more, but like her her health is a priority to to us all. Yeah, uh, so I'm glad she found the passion again. Um, so yeah, let's see what I'm, happens.
1: I'm glad she found the passion again, and it's like you know, three out of four people in this match. I'm excited to see, Russell Russell because yeah. i love thunder Rosa, i love melina i love kylie ray
0: yeah uh melina too that one's an interesting one as well
1: quizzle mania champion melina
0: <laughs> um but aside from that do we have anything
1: uh not really I anything mean, else we want
0: to speak on before we head on out
1: not really on my end what about you
0: Uh, I think we hit everything. Uh, We are going to be trying to record uh, more frequently. We have some more free time. So um, please, you know, if you've listened to us before, and if you know people that listen to us, please let them know. uh, Share us, uh, share the link to our podcast when you can. Um, Real quick, where can they find you, Don, on the interwebs?
1: You can find me at E L D O N B R U J O. And that's across all social media platforms. So Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, you name it. You could also find us at TNDW Podcast on Twitter and Facebook.
0: Yes, I am I am pending 257 on Twitter because that's all you really need to know. I am also at dndw podcast on the facebook and the twitter as well and um i don't know just like the morale of everybody at wwe do you would you consider this a show
1: <laughs> call it a disaster